If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative James Insane. Listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. This is our broadcast and podcast. You can listen to us live. You can watch us on, I think, Twitter and uh, everything else under the sun. I think YouTube, Facebook, we're there. Uh, if, if watching is your thing or if listening is your thing, you can hear it on the broadcast over the air, uh, but you can also uh, find us on TuneIn and a bunch of other places. So, hey, Great to have you on. Uh, big show today. Um, I am uh, anticipating the congressman, Patrick McHenry, calling in about 1130. Uh, we've got a lot of interesting questions for him. We're going to talk about China and ESG and uh, all the fun things that we might uh, talk about. And um, we'll also, uh, I think, if we can get him off the field for a moment, we might uh, get the head coach of UNC Charlotte, Biff Pogi, uh, Pogi, uh, if you will. Um, he will be on. We'll get him on the air. And uh, catch up with him. He's a big game this weekend. Uh, you know, you thought the big game this weekend in Charlotte was going to be Carolina and 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 uh, South Carolina, but I I think there's a bigger one, and it's going to be at UNC Charlotte. Um, right now, celebrating Bro Week. Um, my wife has been on a, a conference in, in Asheville, so uh, me and the little man. He's 15. We've been we've been roughing it. Um, you know, dad had to cook dinner every night, so it's been uh, burgers and chicken and steak and all the things that dudes eat. So uh, we, we've had a big time and, uh, and a lot of fun. Um, you know, I mentioned UNC. Uh, hearts and, and, and our thoughts, uh, you know, prayers go out uh, to, to everyone uh, with the UNC community. Uh, the shooting yesterday, quite tragic, uh, was, was shocking, to say the least. Um, and, you know, again, just, you know, can't can't express words just how sad that is, uh, but prayers for everyone involved. Uh, again, 1130, we'll have Representative uh, Patrick McHenry. It's also Rivalry Week at home. If you're in Lincoln County, uh, Lincolnton, the Lincoln High School Wolfpack, the Wolves will be traveling to East Lincoln to take on the Mustangs. Uh, I'll be at that game with my family. We're uh, uh, invited by by the coach there to, uh, to uh, enjoy the game, one, and to look at the new field that we were able to uh, procure some monies uh, in uh, past budgets for, for that field, and it's the first time they'll get to uh, play a home game on that field, uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, that'll be a big one. Uh, it'll be tough to figure out who to pull for. I, I always pull for the home team, but when, you're, when your school's playing the home team, uh, I, I guess I'll have a, a, a foot in both camps there. But again, big, big week for college football. Uh, a lot of things going on in politics, too. We'll have a lot to talk about, as you know. Uh, when, when, we, when the coach calls in, we'll get him on the air, uh, catch up with him just a little bit. If you're watching, you will notice that I have donned the Biff brand, if you will. I uh, was watching uh, 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 Bay Hackle Sports, uh, saw, saw a clip online uh, where they were, they were talking about Coach Pogey's uh, Athletic wear, if you will. You know, you think about Tom Landry with the hat and the suit and all that. Uh, and uh, Coach has a, a much different style. Uh, we'll we'll uh, pick on him a little bit about that. But there was a it's pretty neat uh, little little uh, 
thing that they were interviewing about, just just how he he likes to dress and be ready for football. He is a he is a uh, football coach in 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 my mind exactly what I think of when I think about a football coach. And so he's he's a lot of fun. Been out a couple times to see the scrimmage. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, expect a crowd. I was looking online for for a friend to see if there were any seats available. There are a few, but not many. And that was last night, so they're probably going pretty fast. So if you're trying to get to that game on Saturday, uh, you you need to go go online, get your tickets as quickly as you can because they are going fast. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of energy. Uh, first home game, uh, first first game with the new coach, uh, and a lot of new players. I think it was 52 players that were added to the portal, uh, and these are monster guys. I've I've seen some football players, but standing around them in a locker room or there at the field, uh, you you'll figure out real quick just how small you are. I think I. I'm a, a pretty good sized guy, but these guys are, are mountains of men. Uh, they are they are huge and athletic. Um, amazing to see the athleticism uh, of these of these young men, and they are they're a lot of fun too. They they love their coach. Coach loves them, and uh, that will be fun to see. Um, you know, we also are I guess on hurricane watch. Uh, you never know. I remember being if you're not from here, didn't grow up here, and you weren't here for Hugo. Uh, believe it or not, hurricanes can impact our area in a, in a very, uh, <laughs> very adverse way. Uh, I can remember I was in high school when Hugo blew through here, and I slept through it. Um, so the, the the main part of it, according to my dad, but then when we woke up, we saw all the all the all the nice work we had to go do. So I really, uh, you know, pray for the people in Florida, Georgia, anywhere in the in the path of that storm, because uh, it, 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 from all accounts, I guess it'll be a doozy. I guess we'll see. Uh, hopefully it's not. Hopefully they're wrong. Uh, that's a nice part about being a weatherman. You can you can be right in your job 50% of the time and, and still be employed. Uh, so, so uh, but again, you're listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. Um, <clears throat> last week, we had Representative Jeffrey Elmore who's running for lieutenant governor. Uh, Jeffrey is a good friend, and he uh, he and I sit on appropriations together. If you didn't get a chance to listen, uh, listen into that uh, broadcast cause it was, or to that podcast because we had a lot of fun talking back and forth about a lot of the things that we do and about uh, how the budget process works and about him running for lieutenant governor. We'll have more candidates on this show uh, as the as the year goes on, we, we're you know we haven't even got to filing yet. Filing will begin in I think December, and uh, we'll know who the you know what the deck looks like. We'll have we'll and I've got friends running in I think for every office, but as they as they you know kind of online their campaign and uh, get to work, we'll we'll visit with the many of them and uh, hopefully get you better informed about who who your choices are. Um, you know we look at the lieutenant governor's race. There's a governor's race. Uh, you know, a lot of local races. Uh, John Bradford locally is running for uh, the treasurer for our state. So that seat will open up. So right here in the Lake Norman area, that that uh, will be something to watch as well. Um, my job is the uh, as the conference leader for the North Carolina House Republican Caucus is to recruit candidates and help them uh, kind of onboard their campaigns and get them get them going. We don't we don't picking the primaries, uh, but we do try to find good candidates to run so that there, you do have some choices. Again, we have I, someone asked me this morning, how long have you been doing your podcast? And I said, you know, we, we started this thing July 5th this year, and it has gone by so fast. We've been to Orlando. Uh, we've made we've done several broadcasts from my office in Raleigh. Glad to be home, of course, uh, ready, getting ready for that game. 
on Saturday, but um, it is is great to get the interaction and the commentary and the and the input from people who are who are listening. Um, uh, e- even some of the uh, people who catch uh, the little things I slip into some of the broadcasts. I, I call them Easter eggs, like a Marvel movie. Uh, you you can find a little things here and there that uh, that we talk about. But you know that game at uh, at Bank of America Stadium uh, this week, UNC Chapel Hill in, in South Carolina. Um, it, it, it it's actually a day where I will be pulling for for a Carolina team, uh, but I will be at the UNC Charlotte game uh, on the campus at Jerry Richardson Stadium. Uh, they're at UNC Charlotte. A lot of fun. I, I don't know if I'm going to be wearing my 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 Pogey brand shirt, but I got it on for this broadcast because. I texted with the coach earlier and I said, hey, you know, you got to come on and preview the game. And then after I saw this this um, uh, clip of him at doing his fashion, I thought it was incredible. So like, hey, we're going to have him talk about that. So when we come back from the break, we're going to have coach on, talk to him for just a few minutes, get a preview of that game. And then at 1130, after the 1130 break, we will have Representative Patrick McHenry, our congressman in the 10th District. You're listening to All Things Same on WSIC. There's more All Things Sane with NC Representative Jason Sane on the way from the new 1059 100.7 WSIC. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Hey, Jason, how are you? I'm good. We just went to the break, so we'll be uh, we'll be back up here in just a second. I'll get you on. I was uh, uh, okay. It sounds pre- great. You yeah. good? You you good for Thursday? Oh yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, great. Look forward to it. Yep, I've got on. I've got on my uh, my my Pogi brand. I, I, don't, I don't know what what we're gonna call this, but uh, um, <laughs> one of the guys got me one of your shirts. So I, I've got the V neck and the ripped out uh, sleeves, and and I, I think you don't wear... you feel great? Well, I do. Don't you I feel free? Very cool, man. I, I like it. I wonder if I can get away with this on the house floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've worn <laughs> jeans before. I don't, I don't know if I get away with the. Uh, the only requirement is we have on a jacket and a tie. So I mean, technically, oh. I could wear a tie or a bolo. A bolo will work. So I could do. Yeah, it could really look like bad. And company. you could wear that underneath it. Yeah. You could wear that underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna elect you president if you do that. <laughs> Hey, don't don't threaten me with a good time. I'll probably do it. <laughs> How are things going? You, you looking forward to it? Really good. Yeah. Yeah, really. Man, we can't wait to play. We are so tired of the nonsense. The American Conference put out something yesterday, which I'm going to show my team on Thursday, which is a, a percentage chance for every team in the league to win the American Conference. Yeah. We're the only team not listed. Oh no! Uh, well, that's one. Well, yeah, that's an oversight. And we are being broadcast on on Facebook Live right now, just so you know. I, I don't like to surprise okay. anybody, but uh, you know that's that's that's. Um, I'll clean it up. That's BS. <laughs> yeah, I can say BS. Yeah, okay. That, that's uh, that's a lot of junk, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, you know what? I, I like being underestimated. That's motivation for sure, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got about 30 seconds before we go live. Okay. Weather Center. Yeah, so um best day of practice yesterday. Um whatever this we're healthy too, which is nice. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you.
And welcome back to All Things Sane on WSIC. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. I am rocking the uh, uh, Biff Pogey wear. The Biff, we call it the Biff brand. Uh, Coach, it's good to have you on air. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. I, I mean, I, I feel I feel free. Uh, this is amazing. You feel free and yeah, I mean it's cooler. You know, it's just uh, non-restricting. It's the way to roll. Well, my my, uh, I was telling my wife this morning. I said, uh, you know, I I, um, I, I think that um, I, in honor of Coach, I'm I'm gonna wear my, I'm gonna wear my Biff brand. She said, you should do it. You should do it. So, uh, a new look for me. Uh, but you know, cool and free is okay. Uh, we're, we're getting cool and free as we head into the weekend here. Uh, there's a couple big games in Charlotte. I think the biggest one's going to be. Uh, the 49ers in, in South Carolina. Um, tell us a little bit about the game. How, how's prep going? Is the team ready? I was listening to Nakai on one of the radio shows. He did he did an excellent job, by the way. Uh, looking forward to seeing him play. Uh, really, all, all all your team. The guys are an incredible group of guys. I know they're ready, but how are you feeling? Jason, we feel great. We're healthy, which is really nice. We came out of – we had a real physical camp. And we came out healthy, which is uh, a blessing. Um, our players are just chomping at the bit to play. Um, we've had our best uh, couple days, Monday and Tuesday, that we've had all year, which is what you like to see. Um, South Carolina State is, uh, is, you know, coached by a legendary uh, Hall of Fame coach. And, um, you know, they, they – they, uh, they struggled in their opener, but I'm convinced this uh, that Coach Pugh will have them ready to go. And uh, we're looking for a tough game, but we uh, we like how we're coming into it. Well, there, there are no easy wins, um, and and right. certainly uh, you know any opponent someone to take seriously. Um, but this this is the start of a very very tough schedule that you have, um, and and you've had a few critics out there. Um, but I, I don't think the ones the ones that are critical have have not uh, they've not been on campus and, and seen what what's happening there. I know that you, you feel like you got some magic going. I think that I think the uh, players have something to prove and they're ready to do it. Um, kind of preview what the what the season looks like. But let's not get past Saturday. I mean, Saturday's important. Um, and I was just looking online too before we get to that. I was just looking online last night at the tickets to see. I had a friend ask if he could come to the game. So let me look. Make sure they still have tickets. They, there were a few, but there's not many left at the stadium. No, I think we're close to sold out, which is wonderful. Um, they've also put up some additional seating, um, which is really cool uh, and a great spot to be. And we're expecting a full house and, uh, you know, a, a really, really great event for fans to watch. And, um, and you know we got to get this one. This is the this is the most important game right now. And then uh, then there's no rest for the weary, right? We go to Maryland next week. Then we're back home against Georgia State. Then we go to Florida. Uh, then we go to our first league game in the American Conference uh, is at SMU. Is one of the favorites to win it. And then we have a bye week before we play Navy. So it's a tough stretch. It, that is a tough stretch. Uh, SMU will be more than formidable for sure. Uh, and and that's in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, so you you guys on the road for that one? Um, it's yeah. it's that's that's tough. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, that, like you say, no rest for the weary. It it will be. Um, you know, 
just game on as, as you start. You do get that bye before Navy. Navy's going to be a big game, too, on campus. Oh, huge. Yeah, that, I think they're already sold out. Um, that game's already sold out. And uh, <laughs> I actually think we're going to be a tough ticket to get um, at home uh, because people are starting to, you know, our fans, our fans, not the national press, but our fans are starting to, um, you know, kind of understand what's going on here with our team. And I think they like the team and they're excited about it. Our students are excited. We had the, um, uh, you know, the, the uh, representatives of Greek life on campus over to practice the other day. And uh, so we're, we're expecting some really, really cool stuff. Well, I, I, a lot of a lot of alumni that I talk to are, are in the same place. Even though football's been at UNC Charlotte for ten years, I talked to a lot of friends that I went to school with, or, or maybe graduated after me, that haven't been to a game. Uh, they they haven't been on campus, and and now they're going. I I, I got to get a ticket. Um, I I got to go see yeah. this in, in in person. I was at a uh, an event with the Hospitality Tourism Association of Charlotte last week and uh, speaking about some of the things that we had done as far as tourism and economic development for the city of Charlotte. And of course, anytime I get a chance to, to be on stage in front of a hometown crowd, I, I mention what you're doing and what the program looks like and what's happening at UNC Charlotte. And I had a lady come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I, I've never heard our university uh, promoted that way. I've never heard someone be so excited uh, you know, from the podium talking about what's happening. And I said, look, it's real. I said, you just got to go see it and be a part of it. So th- they're season ticket holders. So they were, they were, she and her husband were, were ready to go. Uh, but you've got a lot of fan support out there uh, for you and, and, and the whole team. Um, you, your coaching staff's amazing. They're, they're all very kind people, though. I, I, one of the things I love about being around you is you, you surround yourself with really smart, talented people. Uh, your coaching staff is, is some of the best. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, there are a bunch of young guys that are highly motivated and very smart, heck, a lot smarter than I am. And what I like most about them is that they uh, love our kids and they're good people uh, to have around your son. And um, and that's kind of the grid we use to bring them in, and it's it's been working. And I do appreciate you uh, speaking when you speak to, you know, when you're out uh, developing, uh, you know, what's good for Charlotte. I do appreciate you speaking about that, especially the hospitality group, because you know what? They've been great to us. And it, it's, 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 big, it's big hospitality companies, but it's also little ones too, you know, and uh, guys that have one store or, you know, one hotel have been just fantastic. And so, we really appreciate that very much. Well, it's it's easy to do, and I'm glad to do it because you 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 know I, I always tell my son you know most people want to say yes in business and in life, uh, and they just need to be asked. And you know if you ask and yeah. you, and you ask in a way, and uh, they're excited about you and they they'll invest in you and, and get them to yes. I know uh, my my former colleague Representative Rob Bryan. Uh, I think he he provided snacks on on Saturday for a for a little pool party. I I told him I'd, I'd, I'd chip in on that with him and and uh, and do that yeah. for the for the guys. So I hope they enjoyed that. I, I, unfortunately, I was I was yeah. actually at another event. I was uh, uh, at a at a golf tournament speaking, not playing, but speaking, and it was a little hot on uh, on uh, Saturday. So it's probably better to be in the pool. Yeah, uh, kids kids loved it. Um, you know, thank you so much. Thanks for everybody that made that a possibility because you know. <clears throat> they're so busy, as you know, um, in classes all day. 
then they have their meetings and their strength and conditioning and then practice and then homework and study hall. So being able to get a, a you know, get out to the pool and have a, have a cookout and a, and a, and a treat is really, um, really nice for them to get a break. You know, people forget about that. These are students. I mean, they're, they're students first before they, first. before they hit that field. First. That's, that's what they do. And you invest a lot in, in, in not just their, you know, their football future, but, but really their, their entire life and help helping shape young men for a future, not, not just football. Uh, you're doing a financial literacy program that you told me about. I think it's fascinating that doesn't happen at, at most programs. Do you, do you care to talk a, just a minute about that? Sure. Uh, it doesn't happen in any programs that I know of. Um, so uh, there's a there. We wanted to John Jacobson and I. Uh, John's our assistant head coach, background similar to mine. We wanted to do something that would prepare the kids uh, for the language of finance, because no matter what they want to do, they have to be fluent in understanding finance, money, debt equity, all the things you have to know, mortgages, credit score, all the things you have to know to live in today's world. And so we found a guy on campus who's in our business school. His name is Brad Yeckley, and he's a professor, and he is unbelievable. And his curriculum is what we use. It's 13 weeks. He teaches it to our players. It's mandatory. The kids absolutely love it. It's so good that Fidelity, which is the largest investment company in the uh, in the world, is underwriting it. So, it is uh, it, it's 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 a fantastic. Thing. And the idea is you take it for two years, then your junior and senior year you go down and you do an internship in Charlotte with one of the businesses that are here. We just had um, the CEO of Honeywell in this morning, uh, talking to him, getting to know him, and uh, you know Fortune 500 company and. Um, uh, hoping to get some of our guys down there. Oh, that'd be an awesome opportunity for them. I mean, again, you, you don't know what you don't know till you get exposed to it. And and I think that is wonderful right. to, you know, I, I, I know as a, as a young college kid starting, you know, my parents had taught me a lot about life and, and prepared me, but really that, that financial conversation wasn't something that, that, that we necessarily had totally that really understood, you know, where 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 I would be into the future now you know learned along the way um, and and had some opportunities to learn along the way but you know for a lot of folks and a lot of kids starting college not just football players but for kids starting college they just don't understand the ramifications of of, of financial literacy so I I applaud you for doing that. that that's great to partner with with Fidelity and and, and others and 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 with uh, uh, Coach Jacobson there being a part of that I I think that's incredible I, that is that is, to your credit sir and and that is very much appreciated. Well. I appreciate that very much. God is good and has blessed us at this university with a lot of incredible resources. And we're just trying to put connected dots. So, um, and the kids love it, Jason, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. They love it. Oh, I know. I, you know what? I, I, I've talked to a couple other kids. Um, we, had, we had dinner a couple of weeks ago and, and uh, just off to the side. I don't I don't think you even heard this conversation, but they were telling me about, you know, about it because I, I asked him, I said, tell me about the financial literacy thing. And he's like, you, you know, this and that. And we're learning this and, 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 and knowing what what needs to happen. Coach, we got about 30 seconds left, but but I want to wish you the best of luck. I know the uh, the sane household will be there cheering you on uh -huh. with, with everybody else that we're bringing with us. We're going to have a good time. I appreciate you. Thank you for your friendship. It means a lot to me. Yes, sir. Now, good luck on Saturday. Appreciate you. This has been Coach Biff Pogey, and he is going to 
hopefully win on Saturday. We're going to certainly be there pulling for them. Keep it right here. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And you are listening to All Things Sane. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. We're on WSIC Broadcasting Live, or you might be catching us on the podcast uh, with Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on YouTube, really everywhere, And uh, if you just look a little bit. But uh, glad to have Coach Biff Poggi on. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about his fashion, uh, but really more about that big game on Saturday, their first game at home uh, with the new coach. The seats are selling out quick, so if you want to go, you better get online and get them pretty quickly. Um, now, joining me, I have the opportunity to talk to my good friend, uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry. He's he's calling in now. Uh, love to have him on the show here. We may swap a little bit of uh, a few dad jokes here and there, but want to talk about uh, you know things like China and ESG and some of the other things that are happening up in up in D.C. in his world. I think we have him on. Let's see if he if we do. Patrick, are you there? Not yet. Uh, he will be on in just a moment, but. Um, um, you know, as we approach college football season, uh, it is it is going to be a big year for Charlotte, uh, not just for UNC Charlotte. Of course, we've got the Panthers, but uh, our, our campus is growing tremendously. So I always love promoting them. Uh, I do believe we do have uh, Congressman Patrick McHenry on the line. Congressman, are you there? How are you, State Representative Jason Sane? Honored to be with you. Well, honored to be with you. I, I tell everybody that, uh, you know, I, I have one of the best congressmen there are, but uh, my congressman also has one of the best state representatives you could hope for. That's so true. So true. I'm lucky to have you. And you're the only person that will uh, that I can call and complain to. Well, yeah, um, right. We'll actually return my call. <laughs> it all rolls downhill, sir. It's good to have you on. I uh, hope you're doing well. Are, are you at home? Are you traveling? Or are you in Washington, D.C.? Back Where? in D.C. Well, back in D.C., trying to get things rolling for uh, what will be a eventful fall. Well, remind you, you do have a home on the lake, so you, it's probably a better place to be than Washington, D.C. Um, it's certainly oh, easier sure. to cool off. <laughs> well, we applaud you for doing it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, somebody's got to do it, and uh, and we're glad that you do. Um, so so what's happened with you? I mean, what life good, kids good. You've got, what, three kids now? Three kids, and everything is chaotic with uh, nine, five, and now two-year-old. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it's just busy, busy. And try, like everybody else, all the parents trying to get uh, school year going and um, get people uh, situated for the school year. Uh, it's always fun and interesting. Is this the time um, that I remind you but, that, um, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, that I only have one and it's nice because he's 15. It's like having your best bro beside of you now. I don't want to make you jealous or anything, but uh your day will come. I know. <laughs> Your day will come. So much easier with one. So well, much, well, it's so complicated though. It, it, no, um, it's always complicated. But yeah, it's been it's been a grinder of a year, and um, it, as you have had, um, you know, your your year keeps going. Um, so you know, it makes things uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> trying to get a little break before things get interesting again. Uh, well, good luck with that, because um, <laughs> because you you like me go nonstop, and there's there's very few breaks in between, um, which is why we we love having you as our congressman. So you went in office in 2004, if my memory serves me correct, and I 
still have uh, some battle scars from that. Um, you you were when you went in, you were the, the the nation's I think at the time the nation's youngest congressman. That's right for my first two terms, and now uh, not so much. Well, now you're great, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're 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 a huge help to me back in 2004, and, uh, and you've done great work in the state house, uh, doing us proud. And uh, I was just telling somebody uh, last night that um, you know you know you presided over uh, the most meaningful tax reform we've had in in generations, and now you're uh, presiding over, as as you know finance chair, and now as a approach chair, uh, you're making these really important decisions for the future of our state and how to make sure that we balance our, partly balance our budget and make sure we have a rainy day fund ready when, uh, if, if things cool off economically. Well, th- th- thank you for the shout out on that. I, I will share with you uh, our home county. Uh, I just got this from Cliff Brumfield uh, and a text from our Lincoln Economic Development Association. Only four counties in North Carolina with lower unemployment than Lincoln. Um, as you recall, when, when I, I went in, uh, was actually looking for work That's amazing. and, and to get us to that place, we were at, a, we were like 11 some percent unemployment when I first went into office and to get us from there to, to, to being where we're at today, uh, you know, kind of mission accomplished. And I know you've worked very hard on that. Economic development has been a huge part of, of what you've done in your time in office. Uh, it is greatly appreciated, and it's great to see our area go- grow. I mean, as we're, you know, we broadcast from the Lake Norman area, and and really from all around the lake. This this is one of the most exciting places to live in. Doesn't mean it doesn't bring traffic, um, because everybody hears about us and they want they want to come be a part of it. Uh, but in the end, uh, it's a much better place to be than than some of the communities around the country that are that are failing. We're we're getting it right, and and a lot of it is because of the conversations that that we get to have together, that, that we work in, in tandem uh, versus, in, you know, working in opposite directions. And, and so you, your work is greatly appreciated. Uh, speaking of which, you, you're on the, uh, what, what is your role on the financial services so that people know what, what you do, what's your day job uh, there in Congress? So I, I, um, I chair the Financial Services Committee, which um, has um, legislative oversight of, of banks, of uh, of Wall Street and of the Federal Reserve, among many other things, but um, but that's primarily what we focus on. So a lot of focus right now on inflation and the, what the Federal Reserve has done and what this administration has done to make inflation worse and the the price of things go up more dramatically than they should otherwise um, because of uh, the massive overspending of this administration over the last two and a half years. Um, and uh, and the Federal Reserve was late to the game in responding to this massive Democrat uh, spending spree uh, that we had coming out of COVID. Um, so I spent a lot of time focused there. Also, financial stability of our banks to make sure that uh, people's um, savings are safeguarded and that, that we have a well-regulated, smartly regulated um, financial system uh, that that uh, is focused on growth and innovation uh, and financial stability. Uh, this administration just wants to focus on higher and more regulation, um, and uh, rather than focus on uh, long-term economic growth, they want the short-term uh, pop for the next election. And so we're trying to stay focused on those those longer-term uh, things that require innovation. Uh, and sustain growth for people to uh, to lift themselves 
to keep you know, have the opportunity to lift themselves economically uh, and for our nation to be stronger and more competitive internationally and compete for jobs uh, across the across the planet, especially in light of our our um, our strategic challenge in, in fighting China economically and um, and be prepared if we if we must uh, militarily. Well, that's right. And you can't have a strong military if you don't have a strong economy and you don't have a strong infrastructure. Um, and and your, your work is very important, obviously, to this region. Uh, so many of, of our folks within the listening area uh, work for work for a bank, work at a financial institution uh, or somehow support that. Um, and so your work there on the Hill, uh, I know, doesn't doesn't necessarily get uh, praised all the time. It's not the sexy stuff that makes the news. But but end of the day, when you when you look at our adversaries like China and like Russia, uh, the work that you're doing uh, is is incredibly important. I know you've done a lot on, on cybersecurity as well. It, it, when we talk about financial institutions and and what that looks like, I, I my staff and I took a, a trip over to uh, uh, Wells Fargo, and I'll I'll stop telling too much there because I don't want to reveal some of the secrets that we got to see. But the 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 banks here that are the the financial institutions that are located here in the Charlotte region. Um, it, it's amazing the work behind the scenes that goes on, uh, just making sure that that we do have a, a to your point, a a, a, a well regulated, a smartly regulated uh, financial institutional system, but but one that that also uh, is is looking into the future and 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 at a lot of attacks and a lot of, of, of things that are looked by our enemies that are trying to upend our economy. And and I know you 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 are a big part of that as far as you know how we how we regulate and what we do to make sure that you know uh, mom and pop's you know savings are, are protected. And that's right. I mean, you have to have that balance. So you have uh, consumer protection, but innovation, and we have massive challenges um, with uh, cyber threats uh, and a massive challenge with an expensive payment system. To to move money is very expensive uh, in the United States, and we have to change that and have. Uh, innovation come into uh, into financial services in a way like consumer tech has brought uh, these great innovations on our to our iPhone and to our hands uh, in in every way of life. We need to bring that type of innovation, consumer led tech revolution, into uh, into the world of banking. There's a lot of opportunity for that if we do it smartly. Well, absolutely. Um- Switching gears real quick before we go to the break, and you're going to be on with us to the end of the show. But um, you know, I, I joked about us, you know, me having the best congressman and you having the best state representative. But we do live in a in a great area, um, and I know you're you, you run back and forth like I do to Raleigh. You go to D.C., but but you're at home in the district a lot. I know you, you were just at East Lincoln Fire Department not that long ago, uh, and you've been very active with our, our emergency responders, our, our first responders. Um, what, what what did you and, do on that? And visit? by the way, great work on. Great work on helping uh, our local fire departments, Jason. I mean, what you've done uh, to help them with policy, to make sure that their, their funding is there, has helped all the ratepayers. Uh, for everybody who has property, uh, their property insurance rates are better because of the work that you've done with our local fire departments um, across Lincoln County. It's, it's been hugely helpful. And I've tried to assist with uh, fire grants and training assistance, but you've done massive work in Raleigh uh, and helped our fire departments in, in, in major, major ways. So thank you for that. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for saying so. And, and, and appreciate when you come around. I always hear that whether, you know, a lot of times you're, you're doing stuff in the district and, and particularly at home that I'm, I'm in Raleigh about the time that you get there and, and vice versa. So we pass each other, but uh, they always appreciate your visits and, and what you do for them, too. So greatly appreciate it. We're talking with Representative Patrick McHenry, our congressman for the 10th District uh, here in North Carolina. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey man, we're we're on during the break. They can't hear us, so just tell you that. Aye. But, uh, yep. Um, but hey, appreciate you being on today. How you doing? Yeah, man. I'm so happy to do it. Well, happy to do it. How I've long had, you been doing the show? So started July fifth, and uh, it has been so much fun. We we were uh, in Orlando for Alec. We broadcast live from there. It was a little bit of a challenge, but we got it done. Uh, I've, I've had to broadcast. We do it every Wednesday from 11 to 12. So uh, I do it from either uh, my office or here in, in Cornelia. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, it's, um, it's funny when we go to the yeah, break. Yeah, I'm, not, I told, I'm in, Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm just in D.C. I'm, we're coming back on Friday oh, nice. for Labor Day. Nice. Now, yeah. pe- people can hear us. I, t- I told you that, but uh, I, I get texts right, right every time we go to a break because we, when we broadcast live on Facebook, YouTube, and so forth, you can't cut the feed and start it back. Um, so it, it uh, uh-huh. people get to listen. But uh, you know, it, I'm not going to say anything to get me in too much trouble anyway. <laughs> no, nothing. No, we'd never do that. No, gosh, uh, no. No, it's um, uh, no, it's uh, I, I just um. I knew you've been doing the show. I just didn't know when it started. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm in DC. We, we've got to get all the committee stuff rolling, and then we've got government funding that has to happen by September 30th. Um, I know you're still working on working through the budget stuff. Um, so it's all it's all coming ahead in the next couple of months for us here in, in DC. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been doing a lot of back and forth. I think we get it wrapped up September 11th. I think we got about 20 seconds before we go live. But um, I'm sorry, about a minute. Um, I'm watching the commercial countdown. Um, the, um, you know, it's it's you know it's been frustrating just just the just the delay because now we got into a time where people are, are vacationing because we said we would be done by you know a certain date and people plan things and like we went on a cruise that you know I didn't want to get divorced, Catherine have my butt if you know if i if, <laughs> if i uh-huh. said uh honey sorry gotta gotta cancel this uh and rightly so well, you know. no i mean this is the insane this, this is this is the this is the wild part about the, these legislative sessions is that you know you, you got things coming together but man it just takes forever to get things wrapped yeah it does um and yep um but It'll, it'll work out. Well, and, um, and people would rather us have those discussions. Living life. Yeah. I mean, pe- people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want us to talk. They, you know, they, they don't want something where we don't talk. Coming back. And you're listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. Uh, today with me on the line, we've got Congressman Patrick McHenry. He represents the 10th Congressional District of North Carolina, lives in Lincoln County, and has been serving since 2004. Patrick, welcome back. Honor to be back with you. Well, I, I got a text from one of our constituents, Jeff Periana, who listens loyally. Uh, he said, ask the Congressman for me. He said, given the pesky inflation 
and rates are going to be what they are, would you support an order to reduce house payments, increasing loan amortization to uh, 35 or even 40 years on residential home loans? I don't want to put you on the spot, but he, he, he did have that question. Sure. I, and look, I mean, I'm, I, I wouldn't say no to that. I think we have to study the, the trade-offs to it. I think the real issue, the base level issue here is that we're spending way too much in Washington. That's the reason why inflation has gotten out of control. Um, the only area of the world that has worse inflation than us is Europe, and they have the dumbest energy policy known to man, um, and number one. And number two, there's a ground war in Europe. And without those two things, we would be the leader in inflation. Um, the, you know, so we've got to get back to stable prices, um, and inflation is the main issue. These interest rates uh, rising are as a direct result of Democrats overspending, and the Federal Reserve is trying to catch up uh, to, to this massive amount of spending uh, of federal tax dollars and deficit spending being put out into the economy, making prices go up. Um, and, um, and so we have uh, too much money uh, chasing too few things, and that's driving up the cost of everything. So we've got to get back to the fundamentals economically. Uh, rather than just address the secondary issues of inflation, uh, like extending uh, uh, mortgage amortization time, uh, we've got to get back to the the substance of the issue, uh, which is which is overspending. Well, you're, you're probably a lot like me, and I know you get frustrated, uh, particularly you're dealing with the, the Biden administration. We've had to deal with the Cooper administration. Um, a lot of this is just basic economics. I mean, just a basic understanding of you can't spend it all and, and you can't spend it too fast. And you, and, I mean, just like you would run your, you know, your personal household, right? I mean, yeah, I, you know, I have to teach a 15 year old that, yeah, we could, we certainly could afford that today. Problem is we got to look to the future and make sure that we can fund the things into the future. And, and right now you're, 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 you're suffering just like we have in North Carolina against an administration uh, who who wants to spend it all? I mean, good good news for us. And you talked about me having been the finance chair and now the appropriations chair. You know, I, I feel like I've got a, a pretty good perspective because as finance chair, you you understand what it takes to get the money in, and then as appropriations chair, you understand you know what you're giving up to give it out. Um, but I, there just seems to be an incredible disconnect in Washington D.C. and more particularly with with the president. I mean, that that's that's got to just be mind numbing to to day in and day out. To have to oh. deal with with him and his party and what they want to do. Well, then this was the the crux of the fight we had in April and May uh, about raising the debt ceiling. Uh, this president has driven up more debt um, in a shorter period of time than anybody else, any other president. Um, and so, uh, in the in the debt ceiling negotiations, which I was which I was a part of those negotiations, um, we had to force this administration to to lower spending year over year um, for, the, uh, for the money that we spend year over year uh, on defense and non-defense items. Um, and, and we got them to agree to that, but it took, it took um, um, to the very last minute in that debt ceiling negotiations for them to even be willing to cut a single penny out of our federal budget, uh, much less the, the, billions in, uh, the, the billions of dollars that we need to reduce spending by in order to get um, in order to get back to a, a more balanced uh, view of our federal spending. Well, we could probably do a whole show on on the role you played during that whole you know kind of 
back and forth on 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 the on the debt debt ceiling and and so forth. Um, not a perfect deal. Uh, what people I think sometimes miss um, when they want a perfect deal, everyone wants a perfect deal. Uh, you're dealing with a hostile environment when you're when you're you know having to negotiate. Uh, you, but you were in the room and, and you got you got us to a much better place than we would have been if they were left unchecked. And so I, I'm, I very much appreciate that. But you, you found yourself really in the middle of a lot of a, a lot of things just like that, where you where you're, you're there fighting you know day in and day out. But they're really at key moments in, in our history that that you know might not even be understood until you know maybe decades later. Well, well, thank you. And I, look, I, um, it wasn't a perfect deal. Uh, I agree on, on the debt ceiling. Um, uh, it was a negotiated agreement between uh, the, the speaker and the president. And um, uh, I and Garrett Graves of, of Congressman from Louisiana led the speaker's negotiating team. Um, and uh, in negotiating with the president's negotiating team. Um, and it is an imperfect uh, agreement for sure because I was negotiating with liberal Democrats who wanted to spend more money, um, and they truly believe it. This is not something secondary. Everybody says that Joe Biden may not believe in all the policies he's pushing. Well, let me tell you, after that experience, he sure as heck does want to spend a whole heck of a lot more, and he is no moderate by any means um, it, whatsoever. So, um, but. Yeah, it's an imperfect deal, and we had to get uh, had to get a deal done uh, because the uh, the consequences of not getting a deal done were so dire, um, uh, you know, that, that it was a motivator to to push uh, the Democrats to negotiate with Republicans. Um, and recognizing we only have uh, Republicans in charge of the U.S. House, not the U.S. Senate, um, and not the White House, so it was the best deal we could get. Uh, but this has been a consequential year with the uh, pushing back on the Biden administration's regulation um, and and insurance and um, inflation inflationary policies. Uh, those things led to the bank failures we had back in March, um, uh, and have made this economy much worse for the average North Carolinian, the average American, as a result of their bad policy. So. We try to push back on a lot of bad policy, and it's really tough with all that this administration is doing. Uh, much less, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, the fact that we've got to push back against a Democrat White House and some Republicans in the Senate that want to spend more money. Um, so we've got a lot, a lot of work ahead. Well, speaking of bad policy, I, I want to touch real quick on environmental, social, and corporate governance (ESG). Uh, Representative Hall and I just ran a bill on that in North Carolina, uh, trying to address that from a state level perspective. You're you're really right in the middle of that fight. Give us some perspective on that. What is what has that been like? That's bad policy and it's it's bad corporate policy. But you're you've been a part of of that discussion as well. Well, look, uh, what they want to do with ESG, with environmental, social governance r rules and regulations on big corporations, they want to do to big corporations what they've done to uh, public schools. Uh, and that is to use it as a means for the left, the left social agenda. Uh, so they're pushing environmental policies through public companies, through, uh, through large public companies in America, 
those environmental policies, they could not legislate. They couldn't get the Green Deal, deal passed in that when they had control of the House and the Senate. Democrats had control of the House and the Senate and the White House. So they're pushing corporations to do things that they couldn't otherwise legislate. Um, and when it comes to social issues, well, that's exactly what they're doing as well. Uh, the G is governance. Well, look, I mean, I think we want to know how large corporations are, uh, they make decisions, the leadership and the board of directors make decisions. And so there's some smart governance regulation that makes sense that shareholders should have a big say over. Uh, but social policy should be left to individuals to make for themselves. And environmental policy should be left up to individuals to make for themselves. Um, or governmental agencies to, to for us to uh, legislate uh, on environmental policy. It shouldn't be left. It should not be done through um, corporate regulation, and much less uh, one that lacks the vote of the American people to make these decisions. So we've got to push back on this hard because this is part of their social agenda, uh, the left's social agenda. We have to call it out and make sure people know what is going on here. Well, you're absolutely correct. We got about two minutes left, but um, I really appreciate your fight on that. Um, you know, as a consumer, uh, we we have seen what has happened with with these these companies, these corporations that have made some missteps. If you think about Bud Light, you think about uh, I think Target's gotten some fairly decent pushback when they start pushing social things. You know, as a consumer, I just want to go in and buy the things I want to buy. I don't, I don't care about your politics. I don't want to hear about your politics. Uh, but but we see that kind of infiltrating. Um, I saw a, a News and Observer article over the weekend uh, where they, they literally had just four very liberal people who were liberal donors and, and two liberal congressmen that you serve with uh, talking about how uh, policies at the legislature are just out of hand. And literally, it was it was four people. But, um, you know, most people don't want to hear that kind of thing. So, hey, before I let you go, uh, you are you, like me, love a good dad joke, right? You got any good ones? Any good oh, dad jokes? Of course, come on, of course. <laughs> All right. Oh, please, oh, please. Oh, let's, let's hear it. Oh, let's, please. Let's hear the, it. the best one I got was, you know, um, you know what was left after um, uh, the, the cheese factory blew up? Do you know the only thing that was left? What was that? Debris. <laughs> okay, fine. Hey. Okay, it's terrible. Oh, it's no. terrible. Don't worry about it. Bluey, right. Bluey is the best parents show these days bluey for for my age kids so um jackson's too old to, to watch bluey but it is by far the most the best kids show right now well he still gets dad jokes from his dad so what did the nut say while chasing the other nut what I'm a cashew. All right. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening to the Comedy <laughs> Hour here on WSIC. Uh, Representative Patrick McHenry, it has been a delight to have you on, friend. And uh, we'll have you back Good on again. Good to be with you, Jason. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate your service. And, and, again, we'll get you back on soon. You've been listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.